This is You Don't Say, conversations about the Black experience in Columbia, then and now. I'm Takiya Thomas. Larry Monroe grew up in Columbia, and for decades, he's been a long-standing member of the city's Black community. He's seen Columbia evolve to the city that it is today, watching firsthand the many changes, both good and bad, that have happened here over his lifetime. In this edition of You Don't Say, Monroe and KDIA's Isabella Paxton sits down with Cedric Alvis, Monroe's grandson and the football coach at Hickman High School. Both having played football in high school, they talk about their experiences on and off the field and how football in Columbia has changed since Monroe played. Here's Alvis. How was it playing football in Columbia when you are in high school, growing up? Well, you've got to remember, I come through an era where uh, segregation was alive and well. I went to an all-black school, Douglas, and of course, separate but equal. But I don't think that you could find that equality if you check the records. So it was quite different uh, then and now. When you think about then, what's the biggest memory in terms of like the difference between then and now? The most thing, what stands out the most, should I say? Well, basically, I played ball against all black kids. There was no integration playing at all uh, during the 50s. I, I played in the middle 50s. I graduated in 55, so you take up to that point. Uh, we had a football field, uh, which was located off of McBain. So we had to walk from Douglas, which was 3rd Street, Providence now, to McBain to practice. And also, that was our playing field, so we had to walk up there. McBain Park? Hmm? The park on McBain? No. Like Worley Park, where that is? The field ran from Oak Street to McBain, east and west. Gotcha. Off of Oak. Yeah. Yeah, was one end of it. And then uh, McBain was the other end. And that's where we played. Now, today you have public housing in there. Yeah. Put, yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out. So it's like a yeah. two mile walk? Hmm? Two miles? Or a mile and a half? About a mile and a half. Just to practice. Just to practice, yeah. This is You Don't Say, a series of conversations about the Black experience in Columbia. I'm Takiya Thomas, and we're listening to a conversation between Hickman football coach Cedric Alvis and Larry Monroe, his grandfather. Monroe played football over 60 years ago on the same fields that Alvis coaches on now. You can hear more from this series at kdia.org. Now, back to the conversation. When we played, we had to do the same. There was no bussing. <laughs> Where were the teams that you played? Where are they from? Well, that was the difficulty. Because in this area, most black schools could not field a football team. So we had to go into the city. We played Vashon. We played uh, Washington Tech. Kansas City. We played Lincoln of Kansas City. We played R.T. Coles. Uh, we played uh, Kirkville, Kirkwood. Uh, we played uh, Webster Grove. So we had to basically fill our schedules 
with schools three times larger than us. You take Douglas from one through 12, there was probably 300 kids. That's counting one through 12. So you could see what we were up against. Uh, when you go into the cities, you take Vashon came here with two big buses of kids. We had hardly enough to fill one bus. You know, it was just hard. I mean, kids and natural ability. Today, the kids have a coach for every position. We had one coach for the entire team. So, you know, we depended basically on natural ability. So then when you look at like colleges, that's a big thing nowadays. Kids play because they want to get recruited. They want to go somewhere. Was that even a thought for you guys then? Well, yeah, we had we had several kids that got scholarships uh, to Southern University, Lincoln University. All black schools. Yeah, all black schools. That's all you had then. Mizzou wasn't even. You couldn't go to Mizzou. Why not? <laughs> didn't allow. They didn't allow. You could only go to Missouri if you were warning classes that Lincoln didn't have. If Lincoln had a medical school, then you had to go to Lincoln. Uh, teachers, that type, fine arts, you had to go to Lincoln. Couldn't go to Missouri. The first kid that came here uh, in 53, 54, and went to uh, Missouri. Uh, he was in law school, and he had to sit in the hallway. They wouldn't allow him in the classroom. It's like crazy to think of just because. Yeah, it's a different world today yeah. than it was. And if one of my kids were to get an offer from Mizzou, then that would be. Sure. I mean, I cherry on top of everything for him to think that that wasn't even an option. Um, so as I look up there and I kind of see some of the things, in terms of community-wise, like did you guys have a big backing, a big support? Did everyone show up to your games, or was it no one there type of a deal? Oh, yeah, we had crowds. Yeah, the community supported us, the black community. They supported us. Because the sharp man was still yeah. alive and kicking and doing everything. Mom and today. dads were looking at their sons. Do you think the game has progressed since then? Is it, do you think the game has progressed? Is it better now than what it was then? Oh, sure, it's progressed simply because of the structure of the game today. You know, when, when I come out here and I watch you guys practice, I'm seeing every position of kids being taught. So, I mean, that's what's making it much better today than back then. Like I say, it was natural ability. You know, what you could grasp from watching. You Don't Say is a special project commissioned by the city's bicentennial Como 200 Task Force. It's co-produced by the Sharp Bend Heritage Committee and KBIA. You can hear more conversations at kbia.org.